News, politics, and special guests with a Texas twist. That's the goal of the Luke Messias Show. Our nation and state are at a crossroads, and if you're not informed, you're not equipped to make the change our community needs. Join the conversation and join the cause for liberty today. So on January 28th of 2019, the Luke Messias Show launched. And we launched with a conversation with Jeff Younger, who is a father whose son has been getting sexually transitioned against his will for a very long time. And it has now progressed to the point to where James's mother has moved him to California because here in the month of January, California's new law goes into effect where they will take custody of James Younger and transition them. California is willing to take any child who any parent wants to sexually transition, try to turn a little girl into a little boy, a little boy into a little girl, and they will take them and do it to protect them. Sadly, they don't have to protect them from Texas because Texas doesn't protect those children. So the idea behind California's law was if there's these crazy states out there that are protecting these kids, you can come here to California and we'll protect them from those mean, bad states. But that's not Texas. In 2019, in January I mean, honestly, Texas House committees hadn't even been announced at the time. I don't think. I'm not 100% sure. I will admit that. Maybe Bonin had announced the committees by the 28th. But if so, like they had just been announced. We had a whole session in front of us in 2019. The legislature did nothing. The Senate and the House both did nothing. But over two years, this issue became more, more and more of an issue. Now, here's the thing. It shouldn't need to be more of an issue to be addressed in the legislature. If you go tell a Republican-led majority in a legislative body, hey, there are kids who are on paths to being sexually transitioned in clinics in Texas. Their teachers are calling them the opposite pronoun. They are being emotionally transitioned and taxpayer money is being used all along the way. All of these institutions are working against this child. They should fix it. Oh, by the way, this is an issue that every Republican agrees with. The vast majority of independents and 40% of Democrats are on board with us. There's no political ramifications to stopping this madness. No, not in 2019. So you have to go build a bunch of momentum and go into 2021. And you come into 2021 and the Texas Senate, thank God, wakes up and says, we're going to make this happen. Senator Brian Hughes, Senator Charles Perry, Senator Bob Hall, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, these guys stepped up. We should be grateful now and a bunch of other senators as well. But these men in particular stepped up and said, we're going to do something. I think the absolute best bill was Charles Perry, which was why Brian Hughes moved it quicker, which said this is child abuse. You can't do this. James Younger's mother is an abuser. She can't do it. Doctors can't do it. Teachers can't do it. You can't transition these kids. Stop it. It's child abuse. Stephanie Click in the Texas House doesn't even give that bill a hearing. She moves out a bill that would stop Texas medical professionals from doing it, but would still allow Texas children to get transitioned. That's too much for House leadership. Dade Phelan and Dustin Burroughs killed that bill. That's 2021. Not only that, but during that time, UT Southwestern, their clinic, they're the ones transitioning these kids. So in Tennessee, in Oklahoma, in Tennessee, right? 
They shut them down. In Oklahoma, they learned that these kids were getting sexually transitioned. They said, we're taking the funding from that hospital. Has that happened in Texas? No. UT Southwestern still has a ton of your money, and they're transitioning these kids all across the country, including Texas children. What about these teachers who are calling this young man a woman every single day he's in the classroom? You don't think that affects this kid? You don't think that an elementary school child, when they walk into a public school and these teachers are teaming up to deceive them? You don't think that really negatively traumatizes this kid? Those teachers are abusers. What happened to teacher salaries? They went up. It's like 90% of the money coming from all of these teachers that get spent in elections get spent on Democrat politicians. All of these teachers are saying, what can we do to get more and more Democrats in this state so that we can be further protected to continue to indoctrinate these kids? At least Dan Patrick and the Senate are like, we're going to do school choice to break up this monopoly a little bit. And then Dustin Burroughs and Brooks Landgraf and Ken King, all three very powerful lieutenants under Dade Phelan come out and say, oh, we don't know about school choice. The current chairman of the public education committee in the Texas House. Oh, I don't I don't know why we need vouchers. Well, that shouldn't surprise you because he's a liberal Democrat. We knew in 2021 this was happening to James Younger. That was our last chance. It failed. Then comes the election season. And thank God Don Huffines and Alan West decide to run for governor and put pressure on Governor Abbott. The American Principles Project, headed by Terry Schilling, comes in and starts whacking Governor Abbott on this issue of sexual transition to kids. Phenomenal. Using the James Younger story. Hundreds of thousands of dollars of television ads and digital ads saying Greg Abbott failed to protect this kid. So Greg Abbott says, hey, I don't want to weather this storm in the middle of my primary. I'm going to come out and he says... I'm instructing CPS to start investigating these cases. Now, he knows he can't really do that because the legislature killed Charles Perry's bill that would give them the very clear authority to do so. But thank God he did it because it started the trend and moved the Overton window in a big way, which was initiated by the fact that he was in a tough primary. And people will say, well, it wasn't tough, Luke. He got over 60% of the vote. You have no idea what you're talking about because the reality is that every incumbent, when they're in a primary where millions of dollars is being spent against them, it's tough enough to elicit a reaction. And if it's eliciting a reaction, it's a tough primary, period. If it's not a tough primary, these people don't say nothing. So he comes out and he forces this issue. Attorney General Ken Paxson comes out and says, you better continue to enforce this rule. The court system strikes it down. James Younger's back on the chopping block. His mom moves him to California. Why? Because California is serious about this issue. They're committed to this issue. They want to continue the path of sexualization of Texas children. And they believe that at some point, Texas is going to wake up and say, we don't want this to happen to Texas children. And so they're like, we're ahead of y'all. Any of you parents can come and just give your kid to California and we'll do it for you. That's how committed they are to it. So the Texas Supreme Court ruled against Jeff Younger this last week. John Devine, who is the number one patriot we have on the court, is the only one who dissents. 
and says this ruling is incorrect. California is going to take control of James Younger and they are going to transition him. God help us. It should anger you. It should infuriate you that this happened. But it's not happening. Like James Younger is one story. It's happening to thousands of kids in this state. Let's say Dade Phelan and his lieutenants go, well, hey, we're going to compromise this session. We're going to pass this insurance bill that says the doctors can't get liability insurance for it. Let's say they do that. Fast forward, that bill goes into law next September. What does it mean? It means that Texas doctors cannot transition a kid because they can't get liability coverage for it. So if you're parents of a three-year-old child and you go, we want to turn Tommy into a girl, are you prevented from doing that? Absolutely not. You take him to a psychologist, you go, hey, we want you to help turn him into a girl. Are you prevented from doing that? No. You transition him, you go enroll him in school, you say, hey, classroom, Teachers, we want you to call Tommy Jane. Are they prevented from doing that? No. Are they going to? Yes. So now you have all these adults teaming up against these little kids. By the time the kid's 11, 12, now we need to block his puberty, which for a boy is a permanent chemical castration. For a girl, if you take her off, she can continue to mature. So it's not as permanent. But they want to block the puberty. Let's say this insurance bill passes. Can they not get the medication? No, they can absolutely get the medication. They're just going to order it from over state lines. You're already getting abortion pills over the internet. And again, you think the state of California that will actually take control of these children, you don't think there's enough people out there that think, oh, here's how you buy puberty blockers online and have them shipped to your house. That's what they're going to do. So all of these Texas parents get to enjoy the benefits of being a Texas citizen. They get the, they get the no income tax. They get to live in this state with economic prosperity. And we're telling them, hey, you can transition your kid. We just don't want our medical professionals to do it if we pass just that little insurance bill. So now they're transitioning their kids. Now they're blocking their puberty in Texas. They can post on social media. Hey, here's our, here's our daughter who's actually a boy. And now they're getting transitioned. Oh, by the way, we're blocking their puberty. Is that illegal? No. Because if you don't call it child abuse, they're not committing any crimes. They're not a doctor. They didn't prescribe this to this kid. Okay, so then what happens? Their kid hits 15. Normally, they would have had to spend tens of thousands of dollars having permanent mutilation surgery on this kid as a teenager. So can they not get that surgery? Of course they can get the surgery. Now it just costs them another two grand to fly to Denver from Dallas. It's an hour and a half flight. It's a thousand bucks round trip. They're going to fly to Denver. They're going to get a permanent surgery on this kid and they're going to fly him back. And there's still going to be Texas parents raising Texas children, transitioning them. And if you don't think that they're going to continue to do that, you don't understand what we're up against. And most of our lawmakers don't understand what we're up against. I'm, I am more upset today than normal. Like I try to keep a, and I'm going to keep a very positive outlook on 2023. If you want to know what I think about 2023, I'm very positive about the legislative session. I'm very positive about the state of Texas. I love everything we're doing. I will tell you this. Let me go back to a, uh, 
a little positive note, and then I'll come back to finish this up. In the last couple weeks, I sent some emails out. A lot of you got them, but I was just basically saying, hey, any of you who are looking at where to financially invest in the future of Texas, here's some people that you should be financially investing in, okay? And I was very humbled because a ton of y'all stepped up and gave financial donations. I had presidents of these organizations calling saying, who's this guy? Who's this guy? Some of, some of you who listen, I don't know, actually. So I had them calling me saying, who's this guy? This guy in Bernie? I don't know who he is. This guy in San Antonio, this person in North Texas. Oh, that's this person. Oh, that person listens to my podcast. Oh, it was incredibly humbling and very encouraging. The people of Texas know that we need to build things in 2023. That's one of my kind of themes of the year. We're going to build things in 2023. We have to continue to build our movement. We have to build our bench of candidates ready to run. We have to build up organizations. We have to rebuild and retake our institutions in the state. We have to build up the momentum necessary to force lawmakers who don't want to do the right thing this session to do the right thing. We have to build up support for those lawmakers that are standing in the gap and pushing the issues that matter. There's a lot of building that's going to happen in 2023. I see it. I hear from all of you across the state, stepping up, stepping in, getting engaged. It's very encouraging. But if you can't look back on the last four years and be utterly ashamed of the state of Texas, you're not looking at the battle. Does that mean we didn't accomplish anything in the last four years? Absolutely not. Right now, you can go buy a gun in a gun store and immediately carry it because constitutional carry passed. Is that a good thing? Yeah. Did we push good pro-life laws? Yes. Great pro-life laws. Luckily, the pre-row statutes we had on the books would have banned abortion once the Supreme Court ruled. So the trigger ban that passed last session wasn't necessary. That was actually what other pro-lifers said, too. But that's okay. It's not a bad bill. It might, be an, it, it might be unnecessary. So if a state rep told you like, oh, abortion's banned because I voted for this bill, I don't think that's the case. I think that the pre-row statutes were already going to be enforced and they could be enforced. And abortion was going to be banned in Texas the second that rule made because the, the ruling came out of the Supreme Court because we never went back and, and did it. But I'm glad the trigger ban passed, the heartbeat bill passed. This is all very good. By the way, children's lives were saved through the heartbeat bill before Roe v. Wade was overturned. So if every life is precious, the heartbeat bill was incredibly important because it saved actual human lives before Roe v. Wade was overturned. Amen, praise the Lord. These are all good things. Our universities are turning children into Marxists. Did they get more money? Yes. These hospitals that are sexually transitioning kids, did they get money? Absolutely. Are the teachers still indoctrinating your kids? Yes. Did we know they were indoctrinating your children two years ago? Yes. Four years ago? Yes. Six years ago? Yes. Did we do anything about it? No. Do the teacher unions still have a massive hold on the Texas House of Representatives? Yes. Are children being sexually abused in Texas by their parents and their parents are being protected by this state? Yes. Are Republicans protecting them? Yes. If that doesn't tell you we have failed, then I, you and I are fighting totally different battles. 
These drag shows are happening on children, two children across the state, right in front of them, in their face, touch this dancer's body. It's sick. It's still happening in Texas. It could still be happening next year because we don't even know if we're going to pass a bill to accomplish it to actually ban that practice. Glenn Hager could be dealing with this right now and he's dragging his feet on this stuff. It's very frustrating. So yes, there's things to be ashamed of. Doesn't mean nothing happened that was good. 2023 is going to be a great year because we are going to force action on these battles that have to happen. I am so glad that so many of you are ready to step in this fight. And today's message would have been very different had the Supreme Court not just recently ruled against Jeff Younger and this California law go into place that now takes James. Utter travesty. The very first podcast Luke Messias show did. That that show reached millions of people. That one episode. Still, no episode we've put out has done anything like that. And this is where we find ourselves today on this issue. I hope you're ready to fight because I am. I hope you're ready for 2023 because I am. And if you are a Republican politician out there who thinks you're going to skirt by over the next year, you have no idea the amount of conservative Texans who are ready to take this battle to your front door. And why do I say Republicans? Because Democrats aren't going to stop any of this stuff from happening. It only stops if Republicans stop it. God bless you and God bless the great state of Texas. Thank you for listening to The Luke Messiah Show. This program is brought to you by Scorecard Media. Check out texasscorecard.com to read up on all things Texas. Scorecard Media has other podcasts as well. Yeah, they're not as good as this one, but you should still check them out. Honestly, though, visit texasscorecard.com to see all the content they're producing on a daily basis. If you'd like our podcast to grow, please consider subscribing to the show on whatever platform you listen on and leave a review. That helps others find the content we're producing. Thank you. God bless you and God bless Texas. Texas.